my podcast this evening is with Jensen Hillenbrand. He is a transgender male that grew up as a female, and I know nothing about this, so we're going to get right into it. Uh, when you were... I, we went to school together, and um, I vaguely knew you. I remember you, you, you being at the school... Um, but uh, you know our, our class was nine hundred so many people, yeah. whatever it was. So um, I was spread pretty thin in school. Um, when when you were little, like how how did like let's start from the beginning and how did we get here? Uh, the beginning probably honestly would be preschool. I can remember. I have a pretty good memory, photographic memory, and as far back as I can remember, um, always. Feeling, you know, feeling like a guy, thinking, yeah. got be tomboyish or being one of the guys, um, and I mean, one of the ways I can, one of the memories that I have that decades later with uh, gender therapists stuck out to me was that if you are imagining yourself, you're imagining yourself, you're fishing. Okay. You would picture you. Yep. I would picture this third person that was a boy. Wow. Okay. It wasn't me, it wasn't my face, it wasn't my body, it wasn't so this it was this other third person and it was always a boy. Okay. And so that's like you know one of the early memories that I have is always thinking of myself not just sure 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 you know as being a tomboy but literally picturing myself as a male. Right. In my head. Before you even know, I mean, before you're even aware of any gender and sex and whatever, you know. siblings? I have an older sister. Yeah, okay. And, um, you know, my whole life I'd never, you know, doll, never did the whole dolls and now dresses. Now, was she girly and, girl? Uh, yeah, pretty yeah. pretty par for the course. Right. Um, I mean, I'm, I know she's going to listen to this. She was very, I always used to tease her, she was always um, very much like Blair from... Uh, Facts oh, of life. Sure, sure, sure. Was uh, very refined. No, but I love you know right. I love her and she's been totally supportive. But she was she yeah. was always pretty feminine. I um, maybe it was because of the generation. I jumped right to Star Wars. Star Wars guys, always boy toys. Never right, you know right, Barbie right, 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 or right. any of that stuff. I remember hating having to wear dresses on holidays and hating. Yeah, dude. When I first talked to you today, we chit chatted before the podcast. I think you mentioned about seven or eight people we went to school with, and every single one of them was a dude. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's all I, that's who I felt comfortable with. And that's mm-hmm. who I hung with. And I was always very fortunate. I always accept, was accepted by the guys as a guy. And I think it was because I felt guy and spoke guy and I fit in with them. Right. Um, liking girls, you know, and like we were talking before the podcast, before you even knew what sex was or it even yep. existed or, you know, anything, you right. know, seeing a celebrity or seeing another, you know, someone from the, whatever gender, you know, turns you on and, you know, sure. you're a top, you know, what do they call it? The latency, per- not latency period. No, that's for, for being gay, but, um, being attracted to someone. I do very early memory. Here we go. Being on a boat. Okay. With family friends, probably again, preschool, toddler age. And the wife of the guy who owned the boat was like this knockout blonde, bimbo for lack of a better i hate to sure. use that term but trophy b- wife b- big blonde ha- you know blonde yeah. hair big boobs bikini knockout and a storm we were in lake michigan and a storm came up 
and we were really scared and we were like down below in the boat and my, I remember vividly my mother saying, do you want to sit on my lap okay. you know, like to comfort me? And I was looking across the boat at that wife and yeah. I said, I want to sit on her lap. <laughs> I didn't right. know why, but You're whatever that whatever that was, right. I liked it. I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> but sure, I, liked, sure, sure, I, sure. I can remember that, yeah. that memory. And then, you know, like, you know, the girls in school and again, before you even, before you even knew what gay was sure sure i would take my my daughter was a gymnast and my sons are wrestlers but we would go to a rest or a gymnastic uh, meet and my sons would be like all right shut your mouth son like they you know they they knew that they were interested they didn't care about gymnastics but they knew they were interested in what was going on there somehow so i i think i understand exactly what you're saying i was at a um Irish step dancing exhibition mm-hmm. and there was this little guy who was just bored out of his mind and then the teenage gorgeous stunning Irish step dancer girls in their very tight outfits came on and he went from this in his seat to <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> and, right. and it was like <laughs> yeah, see now yeah I picked yeah his, I thought his, girls were yucky until just a couple years right. ago so but I you know and I was one of the guys and loved it, loved you know every bit of it, and was and always all you know, my best friends were guys, all my best friends now are guys. Right. But the flip side of that is, um, you'd think it would be heaven to be in the locker room if you liked other girls. It was torture. I hated. I weaseled my way out of gym class in high school. I couldn't stand it. Okay. It was sheer torture. I was so uncomfortable um, Why, being in there. The naked thing or no? Well, I just felt like I shouldn't be in there. I just. And I didn't want them see. In other part, when I was a teenager, I've never, I've never smoked or drank or done drugs, but I started overeating when I was about fifteen. Okay. Which is around the time the puberty kicked in. And, sure. And another thing that can happen with body dysphoria, or people with gender identity problems, is if you just hate yourself, you start to punish yourself. People will cut or do drugs or what. I, and I started to eat. And because I hated my body and I was, that's what I chose to pun it, you know, right, right, right. No, and kind of turn myself into this blob, this genderless blob. Okay. I hated that I was growing breasts. I hated, I hated all of it. Right. Right. And I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't, I mean, all the girls, you know, I love on Facebook with the curly hair, you know, the eighties hair yeah, right, with right, all right. the yeah. makeup and, you know, I had the ponytails from fifth grade until I transitioned, you know, 30 years of a ponytail. I had no interest in... Yeah. Because I didn't know what to do with it. It was, you know, if you woke up, you know, or, you know, what do you do if you have no interest in using the tools? No, no, I couldn't imagine. I mean, I've always been a guy, rough tumble, like just a guy um, all the time. Like just always had in mind. I mean, obviously I was born that way. Um, So... I couldn't, I couldn't even, I mean, you know, not to be funny, but you obviously, you know, growing up, I wish you know, I had, you know, girl parts just to look at them, but, uh, uh, you know, no, you know, otherwise, right. I, I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine right. being a, someone that felt like they were born in the wrong yeah. gender. I, I couldn't even, yeah, I couldn't even enjoy 
because people have asked me that did you enjoy being like oh you're the spy you can yeah, right. see all see the all naked sure, i'm sure, like sure. no and i said and then and if anything you know it was like it was awful it was my friends it's like your sit you know it's like your sisters i i, sure, I sure. didn't i'm like it seemed just really disrespectful too because like, it felt like i just shouldn't be in there so it was if a guy was in there spying on the girls i don't know you know so before what you're I saying even is you put a didn't do all it. this just to get into the no, other bathroom no <laughs> no but even before i transitioned and I mean, I was I was forty four double D. I was I would be in bathrooms. I mean, a year before I transitioned, I was in the bathroom at Fry's, and a woman literally. There's a man in the bathroom. There's a man in the bathroom. I had a Carhartt coat on and a hat, yeah, and right, I can right. see. Um, now, so you said a year before you transitioned. So were you taking hormones at the time? No, or no, nothing. It was just no, just from. Dressing and my coat was real, you know. Got it, got it. Yeah, just, I just how you looked yeah, like, felt like I come, looking right. Yeah, okay. so I was mistaken for male. I remember being mistaken for male in the bank once with my mom, and she was just mortified. And mm. they said, "Oh, and this is your son." And she went, "Daughter." And you know, throughout the years, there were all different. There were plenty of plenty of signs. When when I was a teenager, and accepted that I was attracted to other girls other girls right i'm like okay fine well i'm gay okay right go with that i came out to friends i came out to family whatever officially came out to my parents and and that seemed like that was fine and And how were they handling that they said they knew okay um it was fairly anticlimactic i i built myself up i was terrified i remember my dad was watching golf and my mom was like turn the tv off he didn't even want to turn the tv off to uh you know to be distracted from the game because oh. you already knew what i was going to say it was so anticlimactic right, it was very right, disappointing right. I got it. Okay. and i'm like oh i'm gay and they're like yes well we thought so and just as long as you're happy and then it was like christ i man i tortured my, myself and felt you know, you know hiding away and that was um in high you know we we're talking about in high school yeah you couldn't go to the school counselor and and talk to them they'd Call no, your folks time. and your right. ass would end up right. in the hospital. Or... No, but nowadays I think it's a lot different. I mean, yeah. uh, my son, um, I told him when I was doing this podcast, and he said that he had a, what was it? It was a female in his German class, and they were, like, friendly talking and stuff like that. And this female said to him, he goes, next year when I come back, I'm going to be a guy. And he's like, really? And he's like, yeah. And he goes, now? He sits next to me in German class, and it's a dude. Yeah. I spoke at my niece's high school, and the teacher said, you know, come and talk to LGBT club. And I'm thinking five or six kids in a classroom yeah, that are they... probably going to sneak in so no one sees them. And there were over 120 kids in the cafeteria. Right, right. And I I mean, it's like how do you explain life before an iPhone or something? You know, I just told them, I'm like, it's blowing my mind. You guys are here. You're out. And I'm like, do you get bullied you get beaten up and they're like no nobody cares no, they're like no, what is right, it your business right, 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 right. No, it's there right, were trans right. kids and they're like right people you know and i've asked my niece and my nephew and they're like people really not like they don't care but they're like whatever like you do your thing we'll do our, you know do our thing sure. and just let people you know i mean thank god a generation or two now race religion a lot of stuff they're like completely different yeah, like thing. whatever oh, there's still just, assholes here and there oh yeah but, right. yeah 
Yeah, no, that'll that'll never totally go away, as we know, right. living in this country now. But sure. um, but for the most part, the progress is just happening, whether you like it or certain, yeah, right, certain right, people right. like it or not. No, and, and I was just people blown that are away. Our age that can't stand it. They're, yeah, you know that. I mean, the whole bathroom thing to me was like just the biggest nonsense in the world. First off, no one is trying to get into the, the other like, and if if I think that they're not. In their head, they're not visualizing actually what this looks like. And you're saying that a male that has transitioned to a female and is totally RuPaul, like total female looking, and you're saying that you want that to go to the men's room. Like that doesn't make any sense. I think it's still, I think we're still in America and probably always will be. We still have the Puritan, the Puritan beginnings. Yeah, right, right. Clinging to us. Yep. You know, oh, there's boobs and soap commercials in Europe or whatever. Like, we're, I, I, we're the America where there's, you know, the porn and whatever, and then the Puritan always. Yep. Right. The ones in the shadow. Everybody, oh, kill all the fags or whatever. And those are all the guys that are on the down low. Right. On Grinder yeah, and, right, and right. hooking up and stuff. And they're married and they're hooking up with their like neighbor. Right. And they're, you know. There's the, the the real what's said in public and what's done in, in private, and it probably always will be. But um, the Puritan thing is still, and I don't know. I everybody just locks up and freaks out, and I think the odd the automatic assumption that if you still have a penis and testicles, that you're a man, and everybody knows that men can't control themselves, and all men want is sex, and they're gonna get it. You know, whoever they get sure. this absolute one this that stereotype yeah i live with my ex who's a very hardcore feminist and i respect that and i she marched and and did a lot you know for lgbt rights and women's rights she still does she's fighting the fight you know every day she's very politically active she's very reading the news and the newspapers and everything and you know sadly 30 years later whatever from when she started, you think we would have made a lot of progress, and then every day, you know, you see. So I get it. it but flows at, back and but forth. at some point, right. you know, you know, you know, not every man wants to have penetrative sex with every female that they run into on in no, any well, text on context on a daily what, basis. If we go back to let, let, let's so talk your daughter about, is safe in the bathroom yes, with right. the trans female, yes, right. whether they've had bottom surgery or not right okay and i don't know i mean there was a thing in the you know where a kid was using a stall in the school and they broke it up on the crowbar yeah right just because someone's trans because doesn't mean they're not children. because they're urinating but because that that person was so that school person was so uncomfortable with that that's their problem yeah because they again whatever's the idea i think in america whatever's in your pants Sex, pants, sex. If whatever's going on in your pants has to do with sex, sex, sex. Okay. And how do we cut that connection? Yeah, well. Because there's other things to do with those parts, or you can have those parts and do nothing with them, or have some parts and not, you know. But I just, some I know, the, libido, the bathroom thing. Right, some people's libido is totally different than other people's as far as that goes. And then, but it's just, know. we didn't use, and we didn't used to have gender bathrooms until what, the turn of the century? I mean, it's a relatively right? new. I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. I mean, it's a, it's like a 20th century 
Right. Invention, right, 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 right. generally. Well, I know there are, there's, there's family a lot bathrooms. Of, right, family and bathrooms and stuff. When like I went that. to Gender Odyssey, it was at the convention center in Seattle, and they all the restrooms were gender neutral for the entire weekend. And guess what? Nobody raped anybody. Right. Nobody had sex with anybody's children. It worked out just fine. Right. Because, I mean, one <laughs> thing is a pedophile, and then the other is just either a gay person or a well, straight person. But or... that's the other great American um, stereotype is that all homosexuals are pedophiles. Right. Uh, the street I live on, when we first moved, there the neighbors at the end that have a young daughter and they just gotten her puppy no we had just gotten our puppy and so she wanted to pet our dog and the grandmother told her stay away from them because they are using the puppy to lure you into the house so they can have sex so they can molest you because they're gay i I was actually told uh by a woman who was living as a gay person and then now is straight that all gay people have been molested. And I'm like, that is no. just not true. Like, that's just not. And she's like, oh, yeah, no, I lived as it. And I'm like, all right, all right. This is the, the lunch has got to end because this is that's the worst thing I've ever heard anyone say. You're assuming like, how could you paint with that broad of a brush? But so, OK, back to back to like from. So you came out to your parents that you were homosexual. Yeah. And, and they were like, apparently. Whew, all right. That's the end of that. Yeah. Because, you know, the years roll by, and I just never, it just didn't sit right. It was never complete. It was never. Okay. I knew there was something else right. going on. And I'd, I'd wrestled with gender identity my entire life. And so then I started talking to a counselor about it. And then I went to a gender identity special counselor for it. And now, it's how like. Is that? How, is that, how is that defined? Like, is, I mean, I've never, I, I mean, I there are, about it, there so. are like definitions and parameters and i mean it used to be that finding that therapist is that just readily available it was insurance cover that sort of thing no i pay it out of pocket i mean it was my counselor said go find one and i went to howard brown center in chicago which is the lgbt health center okay and they had a list of resources they're great great place to get resources yeah if you have any of that stuff Oh yeah, a, no. Shoot no, me to, a text with it in there, and when I do the video for YouTube, I'll throw a you know anything that's like that. So because I mean, if there's someone out there that when it's on YouTube and it's searchable with that stuff, right. then maybe someone finds it and then it's helpful. Yeah. You know, so so it's I mean, there's definitions. It's a gender identity or gender dysphoria is a defined. You know, it's not a disease no, or it's right. a psychological, but the same way if you know the Condition. psychologist looks up in the book and. And here's, you know, whatever, arachnophobia. There's like a list of like the criteria. Right. Conditions you know? that you write. And, but not everybody who's transgender has gender dysphoria and vice versa. Okay. You know, like I was going to say, I've seen studies where they do brain scans and there's such a thing as a male brain and a female brain. Okay. But I'm sure that not every transgender person has a physically male or female brain because there's right. an emotional part and some people who are transgender are intersex or her, you know her, her form of hermaphrodism okay but it's the statistical rate is exactly the same it is is for people who are not transgender so people try and go oh well it's because you were born half and half so you're just correcting right right so this or, is i'm sure very very it gets confusing, confusing. yes it's it's Even that's you, as, i'm sure right. it gets confusing because that's as arbitrary as right or left-handed or whatever but people i don't know if, if it's to make their argument better or make somebody else's weaker but people will throw in stuff like that and i don't think there's any one answer 
So when you're in that community, you're somewhere uh, at a conference. It's something where there's a whole mess of people that are in your situation, but they're all their unique situation. Do you have like a way of like kind of getting across that I'm trans to male well, and I'm into women? Like how you know? Yeah, I mean, there's... do you just wear a name tag and it says it on it? How do you work? I wish. That? I mean, like everybody else, I there's, and I'm, I don't know, I'm probably a. a um, symbol of getting older the same th- way I don't know any of the text shorthands right, you know talk right. to you later yep. or whatever yep. there's shorthand lettering for all you know right all you know gender neutral binary non-binary cisgender cis right. male so you know there's a whole and like we were saying the list of gender markers is getting longer and longer I can remember 10 years ago stories in the news where they were saying like what what's the future going to be like are we going to lose our pinky fingers like human evolution yeah right okay and one of the things that was always said over and over was that gender is going to blur and gender is going to be more not as clearly defined as male and female right and that was really before transition when transition transitioning kind of came i don't want to say uh trendy but i i I tell you, I, I like that it's out in the open now. I really do. I don't. I don't. You know, like I'm not a big fan of. I, I had mixed feelings all the time growing because growing up there were bullies, and then I had I had mixed feelings over like the whole, you know, uh, initiative to stop bullying at, at all costs. And I'm like, wait a minute, some of that stuff helped me grow as a person because I had bullies and I had to overcome that situation, but. Like I, I spent a lot of time talking with my 17-year-old sons, and they're, the fighting doesn't happen, the bullying doesn't happen the same way. I mean, we had a girl with Down syndrome at our grammar school, and I don't. We weren't probably awful to her, but we were awful about her. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we called her mental and yeah. all this other stuff that you know you would never do now, and now. The kids that are in high school, they make that kid the prom queen, right? Or all this, and it's oh, yeah. great. That's terrific. What a what a better way to be. Like I said, I'm sure there's always going to be assholes, but as far as growing up being a guy, when we were growing up, I got in my first fight fourth grade, and then fought constantly oh, yeah. every year. Where my sons are juniors in high school, and never been to fight in their life. I mean, you know, they have almost 900 wrestling matches a piece under their their belt so that's a little scuffle but no fights right um they've never had a bully they've had to overcome plenty of things that would substitute for that but i don't know if i'm the same i'm glad that it's the way it is now i i, I really would prefer this it's better but some of the character building you know things parents are, are making it yeah too easy or everybody wins nobody loses and there's a lot of and then they're no. they don't have the tools when they're an adult sure. to deal with disappointment or deal with conflict or, but I, you know, I can't remember who it was. It was a, I think one of my niece's friends. Or so, I don't know. It was a teenager and they were wearing just a pink shirt, just a pink button down shirt. And, I, and it occurred to me, I'm like, in my junior high or high school, if you'd worn a pink shirt, fag, they would oh, right. beat sure, the sure, shit sure, out of sure, you sure. and called you a fag all mercilessly. All I saw people get called that because right. of the, for wearing pink or whatever now it's like you know but even tiny things like that because i would add when i was asking the kids at the high school i'm like the stuff like that happens and I'm like well yeah there's still bullying but a lot of the stuff that has to do with 
identity that or the race or whatever you know yeah it's just no no, no. no and, personal I mean, personal attacks are right. still <laughs> oh i'm sure i can't even i mean you know i think in in nature where we are it'll never go away right totally. our nature is to pick yeah. on the to peck the well i told you my bully yeah, you know, right, 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 who right, had a, right, right. had issues, yes, right, and it was right, right. blatantly obvious what the situation was. And I finally stopped, you know, and I stood up to him and scared the shit out of him, and he left me alone after that. But I, I'd be lying if I said it, that decades later, as I'm sitting here right now, that that still didn't get Bobby, to me. I shouldn't yeah, let. Right. I shouldn't. But See, you know, for me, like I'm not, um, I'm not offended by much, and I'm not. Uh, I was never too. I I, I grew up with. Uh, you know, pretty physical parents. Both of them were pretty physical. And yeah, I don't think I ever lived a life where I was too worried about getting beat up or any of that other other stuff yeah. like that. Now I had a guy at our at a at a uh, reunion that told me that I frightened him and stuff like that. I don't remember doing it and I was like, Oh man, I'm sorry and he goes, Well, you know, you were just like, you know, really, really out. I'm like, and I was, I mean, the mohawk and everything uh-huh. else. And uh-huh. so like I was um, a spectacle as far as that went. But I don't remember. But ever, I don't remember. Like, you weren't no, mean. No, you were no. never mean. There were guys that were just plain mean. Oh, no, no. I yeah, plenty of guys that were there. Were you, really, were, really uh, you were rowdy, maybe rowdy, but I wouldn't oh, say totally mean. rowdy. And probably if you were the, the timid type, you didn't like, you know, want to get right. too close because something right. stupid was going to happen. Um you know, like they, they call me Buster because I bust shit up when I get drunk. So, you know, it wasn't good. But um, so with your situation and and how – so how did you come to okay, like a situation where you well, were like, that's a huge Well, it just kind of came to a head. It just kind of – If you don't mind, I'm going to ask like what – Oh, yeah. I, I know well, you said you had a massectomy, right? Right. Like, well, no, here – no, it's different. So I okay. just – it kind of after – just after – it's gotten like my mid thirties and I'm like, God, what am I doing with my life? And da, 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 just drifting with a lot of different stuff, jobs and, and just not feeling fulfilled. I maybe I wouldn't call it midlife crisis cause I think I was too young, but it's going to sound really corny. But when Chaz Bono transitioned okay, was when right. I was really Share that some. like year yeah. or two before that was when I couldn't get it out of my thinking about being trans. I just couldn't get it out of my head and just going, ah, I'm getting old, just coast to the bottom. Just, you know, just just be happy with who you are and right you know it's like oh i'd like to see hawaii or something oh you don't have the money you don't you know yeah right, it'd right. be nice if i could but can't, yeah i right. won't if i won't sure. i'm not gonna jump off a cliff if i can't do it and when Chaz bono transitioned it was i was totally overwhelmed and i had watched the documentary in private so that my ex-partner that I lived no, with couldn't hear it, it right, because I, I knew she would freak out. Did it make him much, much happier to... Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then I went and bought the book and I was reading the book in secret and just stewing it was just coming to a head and I was just like, I've got... I think I have to do this. I think I have to do this. And my parents... Um, I went to... My parents were divorced at that time and I went to both of them separately and just said, I think I'm transgender and I think I need to transition. And my dad went, well, yeah, well, kind of, you know, talking about your your childhood. I had a rocky childhood. Um, I had a dad that was mentally unstable, and okay. and my mom had mental health issues. I have mental. I'm bipolar. My dad had to have been bipolar. On in hindsight, right? My mom was manic depressive. Right. I mean, so it's it runs in the family. Stuff. It runs in both sides. Of, you know, I'm like, 
could have um, inherited diabetes or cancer or whatever. And um, so I've dealt with that. Right. You know, my whole life, which is another, another whole conversation. But um, from like great first grade or something on, I had troubles at school chronically and troubles with other kids or whatever. And my parents made us go to counseling and then I didn't want to then we fought at home because I didn't want to go to counseling so we have to go to counseling because we fought at home right and the parents going up and down with their mood swings and there was physical violence and abuse and da 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 no sexual abuse thank god and right um but it was very traumatic for me and my sister but my mom and I were the targets of the 99% of the abuse from my dad and um that's a whole anyway. So no, no, but, no, but no, I, right. but I throughout the times that they sure. would take me to the counselor, then like, oh, I was the kid that got pulled out of class to, um, oh, you're going to go in the little room and do tests, you know, and it was psychological testing. Okay. Whatever. So then the school system gets involved, and then the social workers get involved, and da da da, and the counselors at the counseling agency are running tests, and da. Uh, was when I was 18, I went and got a copy of the file, this big thick file with all, and I read back to first grade, and I'm like, first of all, I was failing any, everything. Why didn't somebody tell me how smart I was? My IQ was in there, you know, all this stuff. Right. I thought I was you stupid. I was f- sure. flailing, you know, failing everything. And Makes sense. All these issues with, I, I was very bad. I used to get in trouble in class a lot, and I was a smart ass, and I'd go around a lot, and right. which probably a lot of people from Frankfurt will remember. I had a good time. Um but wasn't doing well in school. But one of the things that went all the way back to like kindergarten or first grade was gender, gender identity, gender confusion, wearing clothes, talking, you know, affectations, da da da. So apparently, my parents had been told all the way back from day one mm-hmm. that I had gender identity issues, and they didn't know how to deal with it. They didn't want to deal with it who would in the 80s they, and there and we had everything else we had all kinds of other stuff going you know all the other chaos that was going on at home right and so when i came to, the, to them separately and said you know i think i'm transgender and <coughs> you know i want to transition um both of them said well yeah you know we have, we've been we'd been told that for quite a long time and i'm like why didn't you tell yeah, somebody told me, told me sure. and, you know but, I, I think that's a double-edged sword because if you Start talking to someone who's 13, 14 years old about right. that. You might implant right. that in them. Well, yeah, and we'll get to that. And and they said, you know, and they felt, you know, they felt horrible. My poor mother just burst into tears. Oh, I'm so sorry, and I ruined your life. And I'm, I'm like, you did your best. You did your best with the information you had. You did the best with the tools that you had. I'm not blaming you. I'm, I'm not glad faulting they were you. Supportive. I don't. She apparently had been feeling guilty, which was one of her specialties for decades, about the whole thing. And I'm like, it's not your fault. It's not anybody's fault. Mm-hmm. It just is what it is. It was a different time, you know. Right. You know, people didn't, you know, talk about stuff like that or whatever. You weren't comfortable. And they both said, you know, after I came out as gay, again, they were like, woo. They thought that was it. Right. Okay. That. Okay. Then that's. So okay. Then lived, we won't even have to go to the gender thing. Right. You lived as a gay. Yeah. Woman so I lived as a lesbian for. For yeah. I mean, to I mean, your mid thirties. Yeah. And so okay, so when you decided to transition, were you dating someone? Was that a thing? Where you? Had well, to I was be still like, with. I lived with my ex. The partner. One, no. So I'm, okay, yeah. Okay. Who was ve- not keen on the idea at all? Understandably, because as I said, she's 
very, you know. I mean, is she? She's I'm sure lesbian. she's going to listen to this, and I don't want her to be no. offended. But it's not like she doesn't know. Yeah, men aren't her favorite thing in the world, yeah. and okay. and I'm going to become the thing she hates the most. Uh, hates the most. I don't. I don't want her again. Yeah, but no. you know, someone who's you know. I think that she and she of said you can do that if you want, but go right. live someplace else. And I said, well, then I'm going to have to go live someplace else because I have to do this. And um, we just kind of left it at that. And um, left, so I started to, first. I started then my father passed away, and then within a year, my mother uh, became ill, and she had. Um, brain cancer and she passed away oh wow and then all of a sudden you know life was very different um and my mother had left me a very small savings that she had and said do what you you know need to do to be happy yeah so i used that money to have taught what they call top surgery it's different than a mistectomy okay it's you uh i'm fortunately one of the top surgeons in um uh, oh, before I get ahead of that, though, before my dad died, I, okay. I guess I said, I'm going to do it. And he said, yeah, be happy, you know. And I asked him, if you'd had a boy, what would you have named him? Thinking I might go with that. And he said, Steve. <laughs> I said, I'm, I'm sorry, Dad. Now I, find I am funny not I, going to name I, myself Steve. I'm telling you, growing up, I always wanted to be called Steve. I thought I, I thought Steve I was the it. coolest name. It is a cool name. Yes. Steve Austin. Steve McQueen. Uh, Steve, yeah. Right, uh, Steve. Yeah. For the right man. guy, it's Steve, and I'm not a Steve. Yeah. But also, one thing, with all the bad memories of childhood, I've certainly, of course, have good, loving memories of childhood with my dad. And ironically, or probably not to me, the times we most got along is when I was like his son. We lived in Frankfurt. We lived in a big old house from the uh, Revolutionary War with the barn and the, the end of uh, Nebraska, opposite yeah, of being in yeah. lumber. Right. I love that house. And growing up on that property and, you know, we're working with tools and we're going to do the yard together and we're going to go fishing and we're going to go hunting and we're going to do the, I'm going to teach you how to use the tractor. I probably sure. was six or seven. I was riding the lawn to your, John to your tractor. The times, you know, Guy, you know, guy movies that we liked, or guy. Th- there were good memories that I can pick out are when we were doing like father and son type things. But then he explained to me later, and he was aware of that as well. But it made him uncomfortable because he knew there was this gender funky gender weirdness sure, in sure. there. So he enjoyed it, but he also, you know, it also kind of. You know, I tried with my daughter, and she's. You know, I wouldn't say she's she's an athlete and stuff like that, but it was definitely I wanted her to do everything that guys did, just because I, I have no faith in guys. I don't. I mean, guys are, are a lot of them are idiots. A lot of them. I I had a um, a girl I was dating say to me years ago that um, she wanted to set her cousin up. Did I? I know all these people. I, I've got tons and tons of friends. Do you have anybody you would set up? And I was like, off the cuff, I was like, no, not one guy did I want to vouch for <laughs> that I knew was single. Um, there's a couple of guys now that I thought back on, and I'm like, well, yeah, I probably would have, you know. But I, I, I don't know if I knew that they were single or not. But 
for for me, like knowing maybe 50, 60 men and being like, nope, not one of them. There's not one of them. Not, I, would, I would not vouch like, I would for put them. my like my daughter. I wouldn't want my you know right alone right, with right. yeah. No, so um, you know, so yeah, guys are I don't know, guys are screwballs. Well, and being yeah. on the guy, uh, that's the other thing is being on the guy side pretty much my whole life. Yeah, um, being privy to guyness, you know, sure, um, you know, has prepared me. You know, so now that I'm there full time, I'm not like having to talk different or walk to you know, or whatever. Talk, now, you know, this to blend your in. Relationship then, you, you know, is this what ended it with? No, we weren't. You know, we weren't anything. We were weren't a couple, but still living together. Basically, just room, companions. I would say. Okay. You know, we still care about each other, and we still, you know. We have a home together, and you know I've got my life challenges. I can't afford to to move out, and and um, her she doesn't have she's got a small amount of family, but not really. And and my family has been wonderfully accepting. They adore her. She's a wonderful person. I mean, I wouldn't have spent twenty years of my life with her if she wasn't. Oh wow, I didn't know. A wonderful it was that long. Yeah, we've been together for like twenty two years. Yeah, wow. Not not even been a couple for over a decade but you know you can't spend that much time with anybody and not you know sure 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 have something together and thing you know things that we still shit you know and she's older than i am and and um i don't need get comfortable and you get i wouldn't you know i don't know so now okay so but in that situation then it makes it probably hard for you to date because well i don't i haven't right i don't right 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 um Wow, um, that is dumb. but That's so then so so, one, so my mother passed away and I, I I had my top surgery. One of the top three surgeons in the country was in Lake Forest. Now, how's it different than okay? How's it different? Is a mastectomy is the mammary? Well, yeah, because they do leave. I I you know not. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know if I should speak on a mastectomy because I don't know all the oh, details. Okay. I mean, I've known people have had complete mastectomies, and every you know, all the tissue is removed, and there's a scar, yeah, and there's no nipple. Okay. My th- procedure, there's different forms of uh, chest masculinization, which is now what they call it. Okay. Or top surgeries, that shorthand. So the one I had was called an inverted anchor. So what they did was they made an incision across and then okay. an incision up. Here's where it gets really fun. They completely cut the nipples off and left them on little stalks of nerve. Okay. And those go off on a little tray on the side. Wow. Then they take the out um, almost all the breast material, some because you have to have pecs. You have yeah, to have right. some the kind muscles, of chest left. Right. Sure. And then sewed it together. So like in, so like an in, inverted anchor. So okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what it. you can think it. of. So yep. Yep. up and then out to the side. Yeah. And then they trim because men's nipples are smaller than women's, so they trim them down so they're smaller and even size. And also men's nipples are out to the side. They're not... So it's a lot of plastic surgery going on. And so then they reattach the nerve stalks and sew the nipples back on. And they put 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 in drains. Okay, I saw a post that you put on social media that said you were at the pool and you were getting some funny looks and stuff like that. Yeah, because there are, I have faint scars, but there are scars. Um, Heavier guys have what they call dog ears, so I have kind of little points of skin 
that are in my armpits that are something that you can have taken off later, they like you to wait at least a year before you have anything revised. And then my okay. surgeon moved to Colorado. Yeah. So, and just money wise. So I've just been living with what I have and a lot of aftercare. Um, they put, they put drains in the drains. I thought the drains were just in the end, but they went all the way. Oh, wow. Cause he went to pull them out and like, wow. And it, there was a lot of aftercare. And like, again, my, my ex, well, so I started when I'm set, I'm going to do this. Like I'm re- not just saying it. I'm yeah. really going to do it. And okay. I'm going to meet the surgeon. I'm going to meet the surgeon on the ninth. Like I was making it more specific. Okay. Right. I met with the surgeon. I'm doing a follow-up with the surgeon. She was like, okay, okay. Get ready to move. Get ready to move. Okay, okay. And then, like, I'd be in the other room, and I'd hear her, and she's watching a 2020 episode, and it's got Jazz, the trans kid, on it. I'm like, she's doing a little research. She's she's getting a little... Thinking about it, and... um, the more I did, now when you're doing I think it came out of surgeries. respect. I think the more I did, especially when I did, I'm like, okay, I've scheduled the top surgery. Yeah. All right, you can do that, but you recover at your sister's house. So I don't want to see that at, at the house. I'm not comfortable with it. And I said, okay, I respect that. Absolutely respect that. Res- try and respect boundaries. and Sure. And okay. And then I went and had the surgery. And I was at my sister's house for a day recovering. And she came and got me and said, come home. Right. I want to take care of you at home. I've seen stories of... Um, men that were married with children that transitioned to a female and somehow the marriage survives. Yeah, you know, it depends. That's where, you know, next we should probably just jump into sex. Because then that's, that gets into, I mean, any, yeah, I mean, any relationship. It, It just seemed to me that she was able to, I think after, you know, there's you talk the talk and then you walk the walk and then see what and also you know she said you know i was i was i was a different person i like to say i'm not a different person people are like is life different now as a man and i'm like but i always was a man there is to me there is no right. before and after no. it's just like an, some Mentally, official stamp or something right. in my head i was i'm still the same because i was i almost felt like where's the big wow here where's the big I'm supposed to feel so different. And I don't feel different at all. I'm supp- and then it's like, now, well, because uh, now the whole storm of feelings, the whole time that you're doing these surgeries, are you taking hormones and stuff like well, that? Well, I did the surgery first. I hadn't started taking. The first thing I did was cut my hair. I cut the ponytail off. Wow, so that I'd I had since the, fifth grade. I thought the hormones would and come I felt way great. Before. Usually it's supposed to. Usually it oh, does. Okay, okay. Um, but you know, my ex had said, "Okay, can you have the surgery, but no hormones." Okay, fine. So I did the surgery. I hadn't done hormones yet, but and it's a it's a you know I can't answer for women who've had mastectomies who mourn the loss of their breasts because mm-hmm. I woke up so happy. I mean, I literally felt like I had tumors. I, mean, I can't even put it into words. Looking in the mirror and not seeing what I didn't couldn't even think of as part of my body, like right. something. It's it's beyond. It's very feminine. It's right. beyond. Yeah. It just dressing and wearing a bra. Oh, yep. man, I never have to wear a bra again. And sure. sleeping. And I just, you can't imagine. And so just being so happy. And that's what my ex would be. The, the deeper I went into the process and the happier I got. 
and we're screaming less and we're fighting. You know, I became a new person on, on so many levels. Sure. You like looking at yourself probably better. And than- she, I, she was, you know, I mean, not only, I wouldn't say enjoying it or whatever, but respecting, starting to go probably not to acceptance, but tolerance because you can't, I think, argue with results and it, but it's also it's not a magic bullet. One of my relatives is like, well, you know, if you transition, you still like you still have your bills, and you still don't have a job, and you still don't. I'm like, well, yeah, it's it's not going to magically solve all of my life's no. problems. I never thought that. It, you know, the same thing is coming out. If you're gay or whatever, it doesn't make any of your problems go away. It just it just takes this insane weight that you're carrying on top of everything else mm-hmm. off right so that you everybody's got those other problems yeah everybody's got right right and i mean i would think that the bigger problem would be the the gender issues over paying bills and i mean paying bills and stuff like that like every, everybody's got you know most everybody wakes up in the morning and they've got all right what am i going to do to make some dough right. to get you know to get everything paid for so those are normal feelings that everyone's got but to Put on top of that stress that you're unhappy about right. being just that's, any. Right. I, I don't know. It's just an epic level of unhappiness that I wouldn't wish on anybody, no matter what the sure circumstances. Sure. Well, I, that, that, that's why I went to the hormones because I know that that's got to play on how you feel too. Like right, because that and that part even I was afraid of. Um, I was excited about, but also afraid of because oh you can have mood swings and so i did this so did did the hair did the surgery started all the wheels in motion for starting hormones and okay i'm gonna start hormones and okay but i'm i'm doing it i'm really doing it and um at the time the counselor i was seeing i said you know it takes like a year before you i mean it's months before you start seeing any little effects and really a year before you start to really noticeably be different right and i said so i think you know i'll start it and she'll be okay and then a year from now she'll wake up and there'll be a man in the house i'll yeah. be i'll have a beard and whatever yeah since but since it happens gradually maybe it'll be it'll go easier and she'll have a easier time accepting it and other people because i've been very very blessed i really don't have any friends or family that yeah. One, I have one cousin who was very uncomfortable when I came out as gay and when I came out as trans. Even more. Yeah, yeah and that's fine. If it's do? one out of everybody I know, and, and but they're just not comfortable with a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. And I actually just had another cousin in my family come, come out as non-binary transgender. And they're partner is female to male trans and is about to have top surgery okay so they were he so so i have a cousin was who was he you have a cousin that was a he and now they're identifying as they as non-binary right so not yeah okay Okay. and they have a partner who is transitioning from female to male. it's so confusing i saw a interview on the daily show and (laughs) there was a guy I'm pretty sure it was a guy. He had a really, really thick five o'clock shadow, the long hair, the red lipstick, red fingernails, wearing a dress, didn't shave the legs or armpits or chest. And I'm like, and I th- his whole angle was that he was non-binary and that it wasn't like he was going to, 
he was trying to generally confuse people as far as what he was doing a little bit of everything. And I was like, all right, hey, man, whatever makes you happy. If if that's what makes you happy, that's fine. I can't imagine making that choice. Like, I think some people think that they do that just for attention or piss people off. And I think that probably... Some there do. are some yeah. that it is. That it's a con? They're actually just like trying to make some dough? I think or? some is probably a con and some is probably to create awareness or create, you know. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, we can talk about the history of like, you know, gender bending or whatever. I mean, there's been a lot of, I mean, Bowie. I mean, all the all the pioneers of, yeah, yeah, yeah. of well, that, that kind of, of that stuff. Some of that I I mean, some of it was showmanship, yeah, but some right. of it was also, you know, oh, they were bi or they were, you know, this, mm-hmm. whatever. But um, where was so so then I started I started the hormones and I didn't want to do injections. Okay. Because I was just a wimp and I didn't want to so do what? a needle. So Gel? I started with a patch. Okay. Uh, like a round patch like you'd get like a nicotine patch or something yeah. and i'm like oh great and just stick it on and yeah. then you have to put it in a different place every time and then i had skin reactions and i went into my doctor i'm like look it's like i was attacked by the colossal squid i had like these giant red circles okay. all over my body yeah. i'm like this is not gonna fly no what else can i do and the um hormone that the doctor had Howard Brown is she's like well you know you really just need to do the need you just need to get over it and do the needle we'll show you how to do it and yeah um and you can do intramuscular which is a longer needle where you go and it shoots in fast or um um I hate one that goes in the or a tiny or a smaller needle yeah subcutaneous where you stick it in it takes longer for it it goes in slower okay but it's a tiny and they did it and I'm like that's it and it's kind of like when I got my first, I got, I've, oh, I have two tattoos, but when I got the first tattoo, I went, that's it. That's what I was yeah, so afraid of. Right. I was like, well, I can do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I injected every other week and um, it, like I said, it was a few. Now it's just testosterone. It's just testosterone. And, and how much testosterone do you I inject? take a half a milliliter every other week. That's Everybody's nice. dose is different. You get blood work. I have to go back every once in a while and get checked and see what my T levels are. So and what are your T levels? What are they really keeping you, know, you I don't at? even know. Oh, no. I should. Of, yeah, right. I figured it I've did. got it somewhere. No, I don't. But it's what if, it's whatever. There's like a abnormal, normal, normal range. range. Um, so... I started, and so first I started, you know, I'm like, when's the hair going to come, you know, come mm-hmm. and da-da-da, and um, I started started noticing my voice getting deeper, <coughs> started noticing a little little wisp. Yeah, some hair, sure. Of beard. I'll never get the beard. I've tried growing the f- whole thing out, and I just yeah, don't. It's genetics. Right. Yeah, right, There's right. a... Oh, I know dudes I'm going to yeah. do a shout-out. When I was, I love to sing... And when my I looked up online about your voice, singing voice when you're trans and what to do about it, and they showed a music video from this band called Coyote Grace. Everybody look him up. This great trans singer, Joe Stevens. And he's like a gorilla. You know the guys who have to like shave between their neck and their chest just yeah. to delineate? That's me, I, I grow he's all the way like an through. ape. Yeah. And he's a fem- he's female to male transgender. Oh, great. You'd never guess. Um, and I would look at the pictures and I would be like, oh, all right, I'm going to get chest hair or whatever. I'm a Swede and, and German mm-hmm. and pasty, beached whale. I have like odd chest hair. Right. I never shaved my armpits. It was a lesbian thing or whatever. I've never sure. shaved my, I think I shaved my legs once 
freshman year or something until I weaseled my way out of right. gym class. I don't really have hairy legs. I don't know. I think it's just the, again, it's genetics. The genetics, for sure. Um, I'd like to have more of a beard. It's coming in a little bit thicker the more years I'm into it. But um, And uh, I, I thought I was going to be able to roll with going bald if I went bald. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't automatically. It's your genetics again. So if you were, okay. the the rule is hormones can give, but they can't take away. So if you're female to male, you know that's why, like Caitlyn Jenner had to have the, you know Adam's had apple. had the Adam's apple shaved or the you know, you can, <coughs> you know the female to male the the estrogen is going to grow breasts. I mean, it does shrink their their genitals a little little bit. It doesn't make them shrink away to nothing. Do okay. you know what I mean? It can give. So, for like a, fe- you know, it can't um, make them have a female voice because they're right. Okay, you're basically you're going through puberty again. But right, if you've already gone, some, there was a thing out there that said that Michael Jackson had his testicles burned off or something to keep. Oh, it, I don't know. Like, but I, I, I th- gosh. There was something about the father making him take medication so that he would stay. Right. The voice would stay. Well, I heard high. it was chemically castrated. Ke- chemical castration. Right. Pills. That's right. pills. Right. Um, yeah. But um, so th- so it's like you're going through puberty again, but basically the way you wanted to, to at least for me. Sure. Right. But you can. But you can only do. You know, can only do. You know. Um, so much. So um, if you're female to male, your clitoris grows two or three inches, maybe at the max. Okay. Because, you know, in the womb, the same, you know, the same, there's the point where we're male or female are the same. Right. And then the it either grows change. and becomes this or it grows and becomes that. It grows and becomes testes. It grows and becomes ovum. It grows and becomes, you know. Okay. So the hormones affect that because you're, if, Changing it. Because yeah. the clitoris would have been your penis if that's the way you were born. Yeah, right. But there's only so much you get from the hormones. Okay. I would never... I personally wouldn't have bottom surgery. One, I think I'm, I'm too old. Two, I've never seen... It's this weird, like, little buffet. You, do you want testicles? You can get testicle implants. Do you want... Not functional, though. No. No, okay. no just for feel. Okay. Um, they can do a surgery... Um, to it's called a meta release so that the clitoris that's grown basically it's they just do a couple little slices so it sticks out a little mo- bit more okay <laughs> so you can feel like you've got more yeah 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 length gotcha yeah. um you can have a full phalloplasty where they take skin from your arm or your belly and tr- and, and fashion a penis. a penis out of it i've and never you seen you can google it if you guys want i've never s- like they put well that's the thing pump. you can put the pump in it like Guys that have impotency issues, they okay. can put a rod uh, here. Here's your flexor rod. You take it home when you're ready for action. You put it in. You take it. Wow. This the same way any bio male with impotency issues, so they can apply all that technology. Right. Do you want to pee through it? Do you not want to pee through it? You okay? Do we, you want to hook up your urethra so you can pee wow. it and you're not through it? But then it can dribble. So it's a real, and then it's a real pick your it's penis. It's a real. Kind of it's kind of like a custom made thing, but even the state-of-the-art surgery at this point I mean, for, for what seems like a very simple uh um thing yeah you know penis seems like a very simple it just yeah. it's just the tube and it gets hard and go to town or whatever right making one is that's 
lifelike and functional is darn near impossible. I know they did a transplant on a soldier that had lost his penis in a landmine explosion or something, and it was that was wow. successful. Wow, wow. But even then, it's going on over... And, and and then, I don't know if it's psychological to me, I mean, trans guy. then there's trans guys, they're with a girlfriend or boyfriend, whoever they're with, if they're having sex with that penis from a phalloplasty, you're having sex with their forearm skin. Yeah. You're performing I, oral sex on their forearm right, skin. Right, right. Not that, but... but and trans group guy, you know, trans guys that I've talked to in like a support group and online and stuff, it's everybody have have seem to have like what their psychological line in the sand. I'm happy with this, or like I I cannot, I will not be a whole man. I, I will not be done until I've done this. Do you okay. know what I mean? Yeah, right, yeah, right. Until I have that physical flesh in my pants between my legs or whatever, and then everybody's got th- that. They can't stop until they get. I mean, they're not fully formed. Yeah. Whatever they're, they're. Yeah, right. I understand. What, whoever they are. Yeah, they got to go wherever they got to go. They to have to go wherever they have to go. Right. And I respect, you know, and I respect that. Um. So you know, it ends up this, but the technology, you know, whatever the technology's not there. But I, you know, I respect that that there's trans guys that are like, I gotta have this, I gotta have that. And are going through, you know, again, you know, and male to female, the surgery, the penile inversion is what they call it. So yeah, now I saw that in a documentary is, where they just like turn everything is, inside out or something It like is that. way more complicated and painful and, you know, it's, it, you have to really, t- to think about what you've got to, your pain is your emotional pain to go through that pain to get to to feel better right right, um and you can't even i because there's nothing you can put it up against like you if you did bottom surgery you would have no parameter to to like to say did it work out successfully because does it feel because you don't know what it feels like in the first place to actually right so i mean right like it's, that's got to be a difficult right, and and I don't have that need. I don't have that. I can't sleep at night because I have to know that or have to have that experience or whatever. But you know what guys do and whatever you know. So or even or even if they're not, or it doesn't even have to be, and they're gonna ever do anything with it sexually. It's just to feel whole. You know, whole as a man or whole as who as who they are. Right. A lot of guys, um, where are they call packers, they call them packers, and basically it's just a. Aesthetic, yeah, just uh, silicone penis and testicles, and they sell all kinds of underwear that you can stick them in. And when I first transitioned, a guy from my trans group gave me one as a gift, like here, like welcome to the Mm -hmm. whatever. And I tried it on once, and I have, I wouldn't, I totally honest, it felt great. And I put pants on and sat down, and I was like, that felt really. Good, natural, the way the very, thing. very natural and very good. And I thought, well, I'm going to wear this every day. This feels great, but yeah, you got to clean it. You got to clean the underwear, and you got to clean the. And I'm, I hate to say it, but I was just so lazy, and I don't have anybody, as far as I know, staring at my crotch, looking to see if I've got a big bulge or not. Right. So yeah. I'm passing yeah, fine without it. 
yeah, did it feel? It's like, oh, these slippers feel great. But, you know, like, yeah, it felt great. But so you went just, from you went from being in a lesbian relationship. So okay, so like, there's all kinds of dudes out there that totally think they know what lesbian <laughs> sex is. I'm pretty sure none of you do because porn. It's not like not, in the movies. Yes, right. Porn's probably not what you know a good representative of that because. Porn's not a good representative of sex, heterosexual right. either. There's, no. No. It's bad. I mean, you know, uh, I told my sons, I was 17, I'm like, hey, man, I know you guys watch whatever you watch, but don't, <laughs> please don't think that that's, that's what's appropriate. No, nothing, not, nothing online is what it is. No. What it, it's not even the real. So how so. do, without getting, to like, and I don't care how graphic we get because it doesn't, you know, none of that bothers me, and I don't, I, but I don't want to bother anyone that's listening, and I don't want to bother you about it. But, like, I mean, I've dated women that liked me to touch their breasts and stuff like that. And I've dated women who did, 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 didn't Well, I think care. that's just personal. Right, right. So, but you went from a relationship that was two women to now you're... Yeah, but we weren't a couple. By the time we we oh, were we so were in separate bedroom, we were we had we had broken up as a couple. So you've never tried years to have any no, relationships with... No, no, I've, no. I, okay. you know, I don't know. I'm not saying I wouldn't like to, but I'm, I don't know. It's an odd, it's a very odd situation. Well, I don't, I'll, I'll put, let me put it this way. I talk to people all the time that come out of a relationship and their first idea is I got to get another relationship. And I always say, Hey, why don't you learn another language? Why don't you make a better you out of the situation? Like focus on you. When my sons and we were pretty close, we talk about things that probably a lot of dads and sons don't talk about. But I tell them, listen, you got no business being married or anything. Thinking that those thoughts till you're 30. I go, dude, get the get the Corvette, go to Europe, do all the things that you want to do right. with yourself. And then I go buy a house, make it your house, all that stuff. So what I'm saying is, build the nest before you fill right. the nest. Right. So you know. And I'm not saying I'm done, but. I don't I don't see myself leaving you know mm-hmm. and I don't you know she's my ex is a lot older than I am but I don't want anything she to happen to her. She deeply care about this person, right? Yeah. Right. No, I love her. I love her. I mean we still love each other. It's this very it's this I don't know. I, it sounds uh, like it's complicated so and very difficult, right? Yeah, so and and I'm not, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure everybody will be, you know, surprised to hear that sex isn't everything. So, sex, yeah. Well, for so, yeah, right. Uh, and everybody's I, wired and differently. On, and with, you know, and like I said, I'm bipolar. I mean, I'm on my, I'm on meds and everything, and I don't think I'm, I'm probably capable of um, maintaining a relationship, a stable relationship, even with medication and counseling and everything. I probably could somebody or you know whatever but and after so many bad situations and stuff like i'm not like i'm just it's no. not it's not my number one sort yourself priority. up beforehand the uh i i hang out with a lot of couples and there are definitely couples that the woman is not getting enough sex or the man's not getting enough sex so like everybody's different whether it's male fe- female or not um you know i'm wired in a way where like you know that's a pretty important situation that you know that right. that you know it's got to be going on and 
so I see a lot of guys that like women, like they like to look at women, but they don't necessarily like women. Like, you know, they're not that fond of women in general. Um, I like women. I have a lot of women friends, and I like to talk to them, and I like to, you know, hear what's going on between their ears and stuff like that. Um, I also like women to look at and, and sleep with and everything else. But there's um, – and there's probably women out there that don't particularly like men. They don't they, – that they're heterosexual, but they're not that thrilled with dudes. And, and I, I, I guess I get that to a point. Um, so, okay, so <laughs> you haven't – Right, you haven't gone into having sex, but that's I'm sure been. You said it you go to counseling. It wouldn't really be any different than the lesbian, than lesbian sex. sex was. Right, right, because you're still into it's women. It's the same right. gear, right? You know, slightly right. enhanced on my side, and I'm still only attracted to women. Right, because that's the other, you know, um, because your again, your gender identity has nothing to do with your sexual preference, your sexual right, identity. Right, where most people probably think but it does. It but. gets. You know, and the the, and the more there's all these, like we said, you know, the more the list of gender queer, gender non-binary, you know, the more gender identity markers are added to the list. You know, not that everybody's not welcome, but some seems like there's a new one. I, I'm like, well, how is there a new variable to even come up with that's left? But they seem to always come up with a new one. So, you know, whatever you're attracted to, whatever you're into, hey man, go for it, and. I know trans guys that date trans guys and and male to female that are with female to male or like you said, okay, then the husband is now the wife, Mm -hmm. but didn't, you know, maybe they didn't have bottoms or, you know, maybe they, whatever the, the, as he, they're still sexually attracted to each other. Right. Maybe they, and then maybe the husband who's now the wife didn't have bottom surgery. So the gear is still there. And that's why maybe she just digs sure. it. I've maybe he did have gay. bottom surgery. Right. It's all, but that's everybody. That's the that's the private business of whoever. And also, that's like what I was saying about you know behind closed doors, <coughs> you know, where people oh well, boys like girls and girls like boys, and they're straight and gay. You know, mm-hmm. that there's a lot more freaky fun going on in you know picket fence. Yeah, America. Than they like to admit to, right? You know, whether they're just watching it on Pornhub or they're and, I mean, getting we're into it. About that now, just because we're here on this podcast. But out, like I have friends that are gay, and I can hang out with them for the entire evening, and never once do I think about what they do behind closed doors. Right. Like that's not, right. You just you deal with the person. You deal with the person, and that's yeah. it. I went for a short time to a trans transgender support not like a support group it was almost like a social club thing we were meeting like once a month and mm-hmm. and i stopped going because actually there was a there was a guy there who was just kind of a jerk he was just an asshole i just he was just like a loudmouth asshole guy and i'm like why am i dri- I'm like driving an hour to go and we're supposed to be having pizza and hanging out and chit-chatting and this guy's yeah, and this guy's just driving me nuts but um one of the um while we were there and talking and talking about sex and people mm. were you know airing you know interests and things um they were talking about <coughs> game uh, uh straight men that are bicurious that want to be with a guy but they don't really want to be with a guy and so there's a whole new you know like porn industry and stuff where the um they're interested in, tr- in trans guys 
so they can have vaginal sacs instead of anal sacs, but they look like a guy. So they get to have the guy experience, that, that bi-curious experience, but they don't want to... Wow, wow, well, yeah. And that was, a, like that was right new to, to me, but it made that, yeah, sense, I, get it. Okay. I guess. So there's a whole new industry no, right. of, that would of take, interest. It seems like the, that with so all of So then they can say they're not gay. Gay or bi. Well, they're bi, they're admitting they're bi-curious or whatever. But men that normally wouldn't. But it's like, so they're looking at your face, and they're, they're looking at a guy, so they're getting that guy. The guy vibe. Right. The guy vibe that that's that's turning them on that they're curious and a little bit, you know, want to be a little bit adventurous about, but they don't want to go. Yeah, I. I it's okay, hard to wrap well, my we've solved the problem. I'm glad sure. we can service that area of the community. Apparently now, well, that, but, but it would take two to do that because you right. have to have a. You have to have a trans guy who trans guy right a guy like you who is interested in a guy right that, right which. Ugh, I don't know. Like, there was a doc. I watched a documentary. It was a lesbian couple, and then one of them transitioned to male, and they broke up. She said, "I don't want to be with a guy. I want to be with a woman." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I'm with a guy, even though he hadn't had bottom surgery. She's like, you know, I look at him, and he's a guy, and he talks like a guy. And he, you know, when I started the hormone, go back to when I started the hormones, and um, when that, I started to lose my hair, and I. Does I do take Propecia. libido or anything like the hormones? Yes. Oh, I, yeah. That was something that Chaz talked about in the documentary. He's like, oh, my God, to understand now why guys are horn dogs, basically, and, and why, right. why oh. the women are worried about the guys, mm-hmm. about the FT, or about the male to females in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> that are intact because, oh, holy Lord. Right, we had, I had this conversation with a friend of mine. We were out it's for totally drinks. biological. It's you can't do anything totally, about it. Right. Well, this girl, we were we had a bunch of drinks, a bunch of people, and she's like, "Well, what are you talking about? Girls get horny." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's adorable. Yeah, that's not, the, not same. the same. You like get a warm, fuzzy feeling. You'd like you know to have sex. Maybe you'd like to have sex like aggressively, whatever, like that. It's but a dr- not, absolute drive. You don't have what's going on here. And there's there's all kinds of times in a guy's head that I actually say to myself like, "Man, it's pri- it's primal. Yeah." It's, what's wrong with you yeah you know but it's absolute chemical primal relentless and it's very strange it's when i first started experiencing it and it's like it's like you're like had another like brain switching machine out of a sci-fi movie it's like no it's different or sort of like they said you're going to start to eat you're going to be like woofing your food down Mm -hmm. and i'm what are you talking about and then i would find you know they're like it'll fade it'll fade as your levels bounce off but you're going to have this and it's not that it makes you put on weight. Man. Yeah, right. Very, I do believe in that. I do believe in that in the little center core of the brain that that stuff is still there in the goo. I love to and cook. And it is, it is chemical. But yeah, there was, oh, I was going to say, things I didn't count on. Morning wood. Okay. Didn't know that was going to happen. Right, right. Sure, sure, sure. That it's not, so your it's not is much. Morning, it's right. not much, right. but it's the same sure. hormone surge sure. that... Yeah. guys get right didn't know that didn't read and it was in there it was in one of those guides and i skipped it and i looked it up mm-hmm. um you know i wanted to get the beard and stuff and everything i was i was not prepared for back hair i was not prepared for neck hair sure i was not prepared for butt crack hair as you can tell i'm a, i'm an open book right the, although in the in the documentary Chaz bono he was showing his old girlfriend his butt crack hair and she's like oh my god 
she's like it's gonna be peach fuzz and he's like no it's hair right sure. and i all what? the my whole life the Italian jokes about too, right? about men with the mm-hmm. yeah right i mean that's and i'm with i knew i'm going to the bathroom and i'm wiping and i'm like what what is this what is stuck on me do i put toilet paper stuck on me and i'm like no it's hair it's hair, hair right. and i go oh i found a i finding a barber I went See? to the barber. Now my brain says that's. I feel bad for you because guys are disgusting. Like, oh yeah, the smells. And like, well, and it's like going through puberty. Your body smells change. Your. I was gonna say usually your acne got supposed to get worse. Mine got better actually. So I don't know what that was. Um, yeah, I never had yeah, much acne going on. Anyways, that so. kind of stuff. Um, when I went to find a barber, and the thing is. Men who've been going to the barber their whole lives, oh, I take a number one blade on a side and a three on the top and the da-da-da. I didn't know how to shave. I'm looking up YouTube videos on how to shave. <coughs> and I wanted a barber that was going to kind of be my guide through that. And so I went to the local barber. And I just, you know, I don't always out myself, but I said, hey, I'm trans. I just transitioned. I need a barber. I need to learn the whole thing. And they said, you know, fuck you. Get out. We don't want you here. Shut up. The local barber. Wow. The barber pulling everything. They're like, no, we won't. No, we don't want you here. So then I went to another barber and told, and called on the phone and told him the same thing. And he's like, oh, I'd be honored. Oh, cool. I would love to. Yeah. Really? And I went in and he was. not an asshole the first time. He was this, uh, my barber that I go to. And I have to say, I love, I love getting my hair. He's got the old timey barber chairs, but Mm -hmm. you know, and the paper and the cloth and the straight razor straight razor and the hot foam and the the whole thing and the clippers the whole experience he does the whole classic barber experience but he he's like okay we're gonna try this clipper you know how do you want it i was showing him pictures and stuff and and he taught me how to shave and he taught me how to do the trim buy this product don't buy that product da 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 so nice such a nice guy and i just told him like you know thanks you know, I told him about the other experience, the bad experience, and he's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm thrilled sure to, he's like, cut. I think it's so, co- you know, good on you, and I think it's cool, and, yeah. and, uh, I don't know, that's, that's the right, I mean, so <laughs> well, I told you about that before we got the podcast going, that, you know, after I got injured, there were some people that were different, you know what I mean, like, looked oh, at yeah. me differently, and I just equated it to good. Now I already know you're an asshole, so we're cool, and I don't have to deal right. with you. So, so that's fine. Right. Um, it's this sounds like the same situation. So that one jag off barber, you right. didn't waste uh, ten years giving yeah. the guy money, and you know, right. now it's over. Or I have a neighbor that um, he's not comfortable with the situation. We don't get along anyway. We used to be friends, and now we're not. But sure. there's a new neighbor um, who I'm who I'm, I get along. Um, really well with and it was like a hot summer night or something and the the new neighbor he's always out without a shirt on he always has like a mowing the lawn and stuff sure and i was like oh it's a hot night i think we should i'll take my shirt off too and the other neighbor no 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 you can't do that i can't handle that and i go well you know what it's really not yours no to say i'm street legal with this uh this thing he here and on. the other neighbor's like let's do it do it Jensen. take your shirt off right now take your shirt let's all take your shirts off and he pulled his shirt off and he yeah. was like do it Jensen. take your shirt off and the other guy you know walked yeah. away I don't, I don't get it and uh, i wasn't comfortable enough at the time to um to take it off to take it off <laughs> um i have been for, for the last two weeks i took a 
took up water aerobics. Yeah, that's what the post So it's me saying, and all right. the middle-aged and elderly ladies. Right. And they've accept, like, totally accepted me as male, and i am kind of become this little mascot of the now, group. Do they know? No, they don't no, know. Right. And I, some of them, most of them I think wouldn't have a problem. There's a couple ladies, there's, there's one lady who's one of the instructors, and I mean, God bless her, she plays Christian music for the whole water aerobics class and talks about we need to be healthy because that's what God and Jesus wants for us. And I told them, because the manager asked me, how's it going? And I'm like, I'm loving it, except I don't come here to go to church. I come here for water aerobics. Yeah, right. And he's like, yeah, I know. And it's kind of like, you know, it's the lady and it's the kind of rinky-dink place and they just, you know, whatever. And I said, you know, I'm, I, I'm not complaining. You know, if she knew about me, she wouldn't. She, right, got to be tolerance. Right. But I want tolerance of you know, right. me in any capacity. Sure. I have to be tolerant. But yep. it's, and I've gotten some looks. And I was in the, um, I went in the sauna in my bathing suit to heat up. And there was a guy in there naked and taking a sauna. Yeah. And he was asking me about my scars. And he said, You have, you had surgery. He was from Serbia. You have sur- surgery on your chest? And I said, Yes, I did. But I didn't elaborate, so he just went, oh, okay. Um, so I changed into my suit in the stall, in the men's stall, and I haven't had any. Yeah. I, I think. And I, mean, the, I guess there's a certain yeah. amount of, I don't know, there's probably some precautions you got to take to be a little bit safe, you know, especially somebody. I can't shower there. I can't. Right, straight. Somebody from Serbia or something like that, like that. Well, no, I'm not, 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 it's not where they're from, honestly. I, I, I'd be more leery of the local you know i'm sure if the women in the i think the women in the class <coughs> would accept me but all their husbands work out there and all their husbands use the locker room mm-hmm. and i told the owner when i signed up because i said i'm you know i didn't have to i didn't it's not legal or whatever i could have just used the facility not said anything but if i, I told him i said out of respect for you in case something happened or somebody saw something or whatever and he said well thank you, you know i appreciate that and he said you're legal, you know. You're legally male. Absolutely, you have every right to use. You use whatever locker room you're comfortable right. with. And da da. I told him I'm going to change in the stall. I'm gonna. I'm not going to shower here. What you know? I don't want to make a big. I get to use it, and you have so to. So let's talk about that. The legal part. You legally. How does that work? So you. So I started the hormones. Change your name. Yeah. After the surgery, I got a letter from the surgeon saying that I had irreversible surgery that changed my gender identity. And that's what the state of Illinois at least needs and then I'd started on hormones <coughs> and then I started the whole you go to the it's pretty boring actually you go to the courthouse you fill out a form pay your fee it was like a couple hundred bucks or something you pay your fee to have your name and gender changed um then you have to start making a list and you're like oh man my petco card like you can't believe the yeah all shit the in the sure. world that's out there that your name is on mm-hmm. That you're gonna have Does to change. Social security number stay the same. No, uh, the number's the same, but the name and gender changes change in okay. changes in it. Now, is that surgery you had really irreversible? You could not. If if tomorrow you woke up and said, "Damn it, I'm gonna be a woman again," and that's it. Put you could implants not, in. Yeah, put implants in and be just go like plastic surgery. I back. don't. I don't. Because I'm just wondering how the, the state. I don't, honestly don't know technically. Right, how the state determines that it's irreversible. I don't know. Is it just a doctor? I never note? even asked. Oh, okay. It's just this is the letter. It's a, I mean, it's like an official letter. That so that's the, what it states. Okay. Now, uh, the official letter. So you go to your doctor and you say, "I need this official letter." So the I surgeon can... provides it when you have the surgery. 
or when you start hormones. Every state has a different set of criteria. Right. Now, the hormones, Some, that's irreversible, right? You can't. Well, yeah. Well, if I stop tomorrow, you take them forever. Yeah. Um, if I stop tomorrow, um, I would just stay where I'm at. Got it. It would never get any more, but it would never get any less. Okay. Do you know what I mean? My voice wouldn't go back to the way it was. The beard would still keep growing. Now, any guys ever attempted to like uh, triple or quadruple up on the? Oh, idiots do that all the time. There was a guy in the support group. He's like, he he wasn't happy that it, changes weren't happening fast enough. So he's like, well, I'm just taking double my dose. Like, you idiots. You're yeah. an idiot. You're gonna kill your liver. You're gonna yeah. Cur- you're your gonna yeah, and not telling the and, doctor and right, right, right. No, right. you have to. You yeah, it takes months and takes some it's really like a year before you start to really so change you, you have the same like they try and get you at the same levels um say it's 400 or something like that yeah. for a dude your age as a dude do you uh, did you notice a large uh, strength increase and stuff like that were you much stronger you're not automatically stronger but if you work out yeah uh, some some other physical changes your face i don't know how to describe it your face starts to square off okay i which i didn't notice i've looked too, like yeah yeah becomes. you're like your nose gets flat on my mouth i felt like my nose was high like and i've looked at pictures of myself yeah a few years ago i do look more squared off and lower more masculine right. your shoulders wide my shoulders are about four inches wider yeah, I'll tell you what, than if used I to be on the street i would not i would just straight up and i st- i did start notice like i'd be walking and i'm like what what it's my shoulders were sticking out you a little bit him. more yeah sure if i went got pump and iron mm-hmm. you're able to put on muscle more mass sure. more mass and yeah. faster yeah. than if you were female right. but it doesn't just grow you don't got like grow muscles but if you just started working out you would see you right know, i had read results. somewhere that like it's not the same because that's the other thing my ex was like just really in her head that testosterone was the same as steroids you're gonna have roid rage because you do have moods when you first start taking it now i don't have but when your system's getting used to it and you're still doing injections and you're going up and down and up and down yeah. until you've until you reach that plateau i did have mood swings mm-hmm. but and you get angry or you get cry or you get you know whatever but not i'm gonna you know yeah not, i'm gonna kill you steroids like that anyway but I mean, people the guys that are doing that they're like trying to boost their levels to like right but testosterone 2, is not the same thing as steroids those are two completely different things that have completely different effects okay. on your body so because that's just a myth to dispel he has to take estrogen blockers right because your body just produces estrogen to to counteract the steroids steroids are literally just muscle building you know right fuel testosterone affects your whole the same way if you were taking estrogen you know that's totally different from steroids hormones are different from so you're you have to you're taking the hormones forever which is you know because you don't have stopped having a period which i loved that was another right holy christ to have that for that whole Right. Guys, cannot imagine that. No, no, it's horrible. Right, right, it's horrible. And I've no desire. I've no desire to have children. I've no, you know, God bless all of the women out there that want to have children. I don't know how they do it. I always think of like alien. I don't know how you grow, living being in your body yeah, no. and have it come out of you. <coughs> it is an 
an unbelievable miracle that happens every day. I don't think people so think you, about it. So back, a woman carrying a baby, right. I, that's, I can't think of anything more phenomenal than that. But I'm not, I do not have it in me to... And I don't, I didn't mourn losing my breasts. I didn't mourn the loss of reproduction. I'd like to have a hysterectomy. My insurance doesn't cover it because if you don't need the parts and you're getting older. Cancer and all that other stuff. I don't need them. It's just something that could go bad later. Take them. They can scoop them out whenever I can. Right. Um, Some, oh, when we were talking about guys, you know, phalloplasty, like what extent they have to go to. Yeah. There are. Trans guys that will have um, their vagina sewn shut because they literally don't want to have a hole, an yeah. opening right. okay. anymore. That's extreme to me. I, but that's but every again, everybody's got there and there's surgeons that will do it. So that's yeah, right. Or we were talking about um, oh, talking about kids. I'm all for supporting trans kids or, you know, gender fluid kids or gender questioning kids. Mm -hmm. But I am against um, doing hormone treatment for someone who hasn't reached puberty. They don't have... I thought that was a rule, but I heard it's not now. Like that they're like 12 and 13-year-olds. Yeah, right. It's changing. And I, I know the parents want to be supportive. I went to Gender Odyssey in Seattle. Seeing those 500 kids running around and dresses and whatever whatever it was it was very powerful and mm-hmm. it was very emotional and to think that those kids have a chance of growing up in a world where they're they, there, they have more difference? freedom but but i know that kids don't have teenagers you know i worked i worked in education teenagers brains aren't physically formed yet you know mm-hmm. teenagers that go to prison for life for murder or whatever oh they knew what they were doing well yeah, no, your brain. I mean, I've, I've taken the classes. I've taken whatever. Uh, your so, brain isn't finished cooking yet. No. So, and you think you know, and you think you're growing up, and you think you know the difference between right and wrong, whatever, and you kind of do, but it's not until you are older that you realize that you didn't, and you're but way off. But is some off. of the reason that these parents are doing this early is because they're. They're like your parents where they see that that's, this is where this is going anyway, and they would like to head it off before the child develops yeah, before, breasts. Right. Or well, or the pain. Big chin. And well, I think they're trying to head off the emotional pain. I think they're trying to, as any parent does, parents that bend over backwards because they don't want to see their, every parent's instinct is for their kid not to suffer and be in pain and be Mm. sad or crying or hurt or whatever it is and they rush in like they're putting a fire out or whatever so i think some of the parents are rushing in to put the fire out and it's gonna come to to be later how how successful they were or not or how many of these kids 10 or 20 years from now are gonna be like yeah i thought i felt that way and I really didn't, and right, now I'm stuck, concern, right, or right. now I have to switch back, or whatever. I don't know what to do. Or well, the hormones I, might make you make you feel a totally different way too. If someone started right. you as a boy on estrogen, you might start to, to adopt those feelings just because you are right. being that way. But if you saw that, uh, what was the? There was a. Um, I'm not sure what his gender identity was, or whatever, or, or I should say her. But like the there was a convenience store story that was just out, and there was like the 
every knucklehead in the world was like posting the ma'am memes um, constantly. Oh. There was some some transgender person or or cross. I'm not sure what the. I didn't look into it at all. It's really not my like I. I like I said, I'm living, let live. So do whatever you want to do. It, it doesn't affect me. Then I don't understand why I would care. But there was a someone that was was male and either transitioned, I think transitioned, and in a convenience store, the can the clerk there said, "Sir," and he goes, "It's ma'am." Oh yeah, and just freaked out. Freaked it was at out. A, like a GameStop or something. something it was right. a, yeah, okay. yeah. I watched that. But if you saw the person, their physical his physical attributes are very manly looking. I get called ma'am on the phone because my phone isn't. My voice, voice isn't terribly right. deep. Right. I got I'm like, you know, people are doing their best. If it's all over the road right now, mm. people aren't trying to be disrespectful, or, and they're trying to get used to it. Friends and family, you know, my, you know, my ex will go back and forth between yeah, he podcast, and she or whatever. I, right. It's really, really sure hard. It's really hard. It right, right. And and it's like give society a break. They're tr- it's all new, you know. At least you know. You can accidentally, you know, call, you know, people need to just chill out or go, you know, excuse me, or, you know, I'm sorry, it's, I, excuse me, I would prefer you call me such and such. But people, you know, but there's always, there's always going to be people that snap regardless. Yeah. Or like the parents, like kids, parents, uh, you know, pushing their kids into peewee baseball, Mm. (coughs) whether they like it or not. Right. There's going to be kids that are going to be pushed into gender transition because yeah, the parents no. are hell bent on. Right. I, I, you can't stop any any you know any of that in anything where parents are pushing the kids. Unfortunately, right. it's just going to be another thing in the world where, where some parents are going to go, you know, push them. Yeah, and they think they're doing the right thing or they think they're helping or whatever. But you know, like when I talked to the kids in the high school. Um, and there were two or three that wanted to transition and they're like, Oh yeah, my parents say I have to wait till I'm 18 or whatever, you know, whatever till they're adult. And I, you know, just to me, if I could have avoided puberty, mm-hmm. if I could have at 15, 14 or 15 taken hormones, Oh, I would have done it. And right. if I get in the time machine and go back and do it over again and go through puberty and come right. out a guy. So that's the only, that's the only advantage I see these, that it, <coughs> it heading it off right. then. But at the same time, 18 isn't that far from 15 and you've got a long life to live and a couple more years isn't and i get you excited whatever change your clothes change your name change your hair there's a bunch of other stuff you can do the hormones will wait live as that other gender as much as you can make sure you're absolutely certain right and and that's what also the when i talked with the gender identity therapist the, they, the rules are getting loose. It used to be, oh, you had to live legally as the other gender for five years before you could have surgery or whatever, seven years or whatever. Yeah, like you had to, right. the, you know, before they would do any kind of, and now it's just kind of a... Just go for it. Go right. for even buy, or the idiots that are buying hormones online and just doing it themselves. Right. and right. You know. Well, I think there's a thing on it's Twitter kind of, where you can get banned from Twitter for dead naming so like if they were oh, yeah to call you by your feminine name or you know like i equate it to the same as um cassius clay being muhammad ali and you know if a, if if a person wants to change 
their name to whether it be gender change or, or religious re then you should call them by the name that they are now for sure but the the I'll be honest the social justice warriors drive me nuts it's they too, absolutely it's crazy drive me nuts. it's over the top yeah it's like hey man you know listen you're this person that is going through the situation we're defined by our obstacles in life okay I mean when I was injured I, I didn't want to be this was not something I chose but at this point in my life I'm 16 years out from being injured. I look at it completely different now. I look at it like, look what I overcame. Yeah. If I didn't overcome that, I wouldn't be who I am sort of a thing. So you obviously have lots of things that you had to overcome. So in my humble opinion, I've only talked to you for, for a couple hours. Relish it, man. <laughs> like I'm telling you, that that's a big deal. To overcome everything you overcame that's a story when at the end of your life and someone can tell that story, you have Muhammad Ali is not Muhammad Ali without Joe Frazier. Right. If you don't right. have the competition, if you don't have the obstacles, right. then you're not who you right. are. So you had said something earlier about like, you know, dealing with some depression, thinking about suicide and stuff like right. that. Man, hold it out. Right. Because when you're well, 75 and you're going to be like, I got through all that. Right. And when you say the end, when you talk about the end, when I first, when I first started this, and I'm like, God, I'm forty something years old, and I'm like, just why would like why would I put myself through this, and you know, the money and the time and the all this, yeah. and I'm like, just whatever, just you know, don't rock the boat and just live, you know, live with what you have. You're yeah. not that miserable or what, you know. I would just tell myself that, and then I'd be like, no, you know, I mean, I'm, and again, inspired by Chaz, I'm like, you know, better late than never. If he can do it at 40, whatever, I can do it in my 40s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's for it's for me, it's not for anybody else. And when I would tell people, um, I don't care if I live one day after I had that piece of paper in my hand that said mail um, yeah. from the court. If I got hit by, a, hit by a bus on the way out of the courthouse, they would have checked mail on the box on my death certificate and I would go on the ground happy. Right. And, that, and that's, you know, it doesn't have, that's, Mission accomplished. Right. That's terrific. I mean, and, and that was it. Right. You, I mean, like I said, you should look at it like the things you've accomplished. And, and, then, and then, you know, getting to the point where you're at now, that's an accomplishment. Let's talk about the book. So, yeah. So the book came about because, um, like I said, when I was transitioning, well, for the longest time, I was anti-gen. Anti-gen, anti-gen. Mm-hmm. My sister surprised me once she had a birthday party for me. And the surprise was 13 kids under the age of 10 who knew me as Auntie Jen, that I babysat or nannied or whatever, and mm. they were all trying to get on my lap at the same time to take a picture. Right. Well, all my wee ones that I adore. And when I was transitioning, all the parents were like, how are we going to explain this to the kids? And I'm like, well, there's got to be a pamphlet at the, you know, at the health center or yeah. something online. And the right. more I looked, the more I couldn't find anything. Or, you know, like I said, oh, jazz. I'm so sick of jazz, but I guess, God bless her, jazz has her book. And there's like, Billy, where is a dress? Or there's like Mm. kids' books that are trans affirmative. But everybody wanted to know what happens, like what's going to happen to anti, you know, the physical stuff. And I always, I've always believed that kids are bullshit detectors. You should be as honest with them as possible. When you lie to them, they, they usually know, or when you're, even toddlers, they they know when you're selling oh, them away. They ask why. They why, can't. Why? Can't. They don't need TMI. They don't need all the information. 
But the more honest you are with them, the, the sooner and the better it turns out. And information is power. Knowledge is power. And like we said, I think fear stems from, and, and misunderstanding comes from from ignorance, from lack of information right. in adults and children and everybody. So I couldn't find anything. And so I said, well, I just think then I just have to write it. So I started writing it. And then a friend of mine who's an artist, I said, will you illustrate it? And he said, no, because it'll ruin our friendship, which it probably would have. Right. And he's like, but a buddy of mine would be great. So I hooked up with, with him, uh, Quinlan, and um, just sat down and started writing and wrote about um, literally, you know, it's a boy and like we said again i am respectful of every single gender marker that's out there mm-hmm. but this is specifically about male to female and female to male right. if i was gender non whatever yeah, conforming right. i'd be writing that book this is sure. you know the book about female to male and male to female right. boys that want to be girls and girls that want to be boys uh, which is a pretty big we're a pretty big population of the you know lgbtq community so i wrote my story you guys you whoever you are write your story so um and just you know boys that like girl things and girls that like boy things and you go to the doctor and you um explaining what you know hormones are there are the chemicals there are the things in your body that make you a boy or make you a girl and sure. that I, I think kids can if you explain it right yeah kids can ex- can understand you know basic right. concepts and you know that you know the kids you know what your body's like and there'll be changes and how your body changes mm-hmm. and um maybe you'll just you know maybe you'll just change your hair that, you, that everybody's different mm-hmm. you'll make the changes you want to make or maybe you'll decide to go and uh, change your body more, and kids understand. You go to the hospital, and you go to sounds like it helps. You're asleep, right. and then this, they make changes to your body, and you wake up, and your body's different. Da da da, and you do what you you know need to do. But just literally explaining the nuts and bolts of the physical and emotional, and you know the person that you um, know and love is the same person on the inside, even if their outside is different. Mm-hmm. You know they're still you know it's what's in their heart not the parts of their body that's what's important and um i was doing good for a while i was promoting it and i've been naughty i haven't been promoting it so i need to get back on track with that and thank you to all the kickstarter people i was overwhelmed i was blown away frankfurt folks that i haven't seen in 30 years um for you know friends and family who got it off the ground? Who all? Yeah, if it wasn't for them, it wouldn't have happened. Um, but yeah, I need to get back on it. I've been for complacent you, it, for a was while. Was it therapeutic to write it? Yeah, and amazing to see the kids. I when you said qu- kids asking questions, I dedicated it to Alice, who is the daughter of a friend of mine, who is the question: Where do you know where do oranges come from? How do how do how do the clouds work? Right. You know, like every why, sure. why, why? God bless her, and it can it can get Alice can get very you know overwhelming. But you have to always go. But but she's curious and she's very highly intelligent yeah, right. because she's been like this from from day one. And it's always why, why, why? And then you're like sometimes you're like shut I, up, leave I me would, With my situation with the injury, I would much rather have people asking yeah. questions and I can answer yeah. them. 
then assume so, something. So for Alice, who had very good questions that needed very good answers. And I, the, the breaking point for me that started the book was when my mom passed away, I was at the, we were at the memorial service and I was wearing a suit. And Alice, who knew me, came up to me and she said, are you a boy or a girl? Right. In front of a crowd of people. Because again, kids, God bless them, no filter. Nope. And I looked at her and I thought for a second, because I wanted to answer that as honestly as I could. And I said, well, Alice, I said, I'm a girl who's wearing boys' clothes today. And she went, okay, and just traipsed off and went on with her. Mm-hmm. That was accurate. Right. Wasn't everything. No. But it was all it was she needed for, for that day. Right. But I wasn't going to, you know, and her mom was mortified, like, don't ask that. And it's in the middle of this mm-hmm. solemn, you know, thing. And it was like, no, kids, kids, ask questions. And and I, I always remembered, I don't know who who else might remember the books from the 70s what's happening to me Mm-mm. and where did i come from they were cartoon books that were in the 70s that covered puberty and babies sex and where babies came from and it was the mom and dad would sit you down next to the bed they're still in print and they're like award-winning hmm. these two books that had apparently until then nothing had ever been and it's like, this is I a penis. That, right. This is a, the you know, the sperm comes out of the, whatever. Here's, you know, here's your bodies. And everybody's bodies are different. And drawings of, you know, naked boys and girls and they're all their bodies, you know. Some right. has big right. boobs and little boobs and saggy boobs and whatever. And they were, at the time, they were revolutionary and they're still in print. And it, your parents would have, who were too afraid to have the talk with you on that stuff right. alone or needed a resource would either go here and say, read it, mm-hmm. or sit you down and read it to you and have the awkward read together. But I'm like, we need that for trans, for transition. Right. Just an honest, we also, I wish, not just for trans, but in, in general, we need Mr. Rogers. I'm like, maybe I could be the trans Mr. Rogers, you know? He always so was so good at explaining everything. Sure, to kids. Explaining death, explaining... You know, adoption creep, and divorce, out, and though. I don't know why Mr. Yeah. Rogers always creeps me out. Oh no, he was creepy, but he yeah. he he could his books and stuff, and he could you know no, 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 he was going to the good. hospital Try, when right. he, whatever I he he covered terrific. hard topics, but in a very straightforward, honest, simple way right. that kids could understand, but that you know that the parents, but also parent you know. The more that that's out there, I think the the better it is for young people to be, you know, exposed to it, so that there's less. I think my concern always is is that kid that is eighteen to thirty years old and contemplates suicide and stuff like that versus just dealing with this is who I am. So this is what I got to do. Well, LGBT teens have the highest. Suicide. Over eighty percent of suicide, teen suicides in America are LGBT right, teens. Right. Well, like I said, I mean, like when I was, you know, in high school and stuff. And I mean, you, some of us had identified each other and talked and knew each other. And I, I probably was like, um, like junior and senior year, I was out to my closest friends and stuff. But um, I mean, that was like a you know, death sentence if right. that got out. Right. Thank God, you know. That that's changed. I was for oblivious the most part, to but all that. I was. Obli- I'm, I'm sure the community of people was a lot bigger than. Well, anybody. we were so scared. We were just so scared of anybody finding out because right, it seemed because there was this then, huge social, yeah. 
negativity and this huge, you know, it, and there's other, I mean, there's other people from L, from Lincoln Way that are on Facebook. I keep saying I'm going to do a LGBT Lincoln Way Facebook page, but I've only got two or three other people Can't that I know right, that are right. out. And I'm like, also, it's like, you know, 10% at the, at the lowest. I'm like, there's got to be way more people from Lincoln Way mm. that are members of the community that aren't. But again, that's their business. You know, that's their business. But it is, that was one thing on Facebook that was like, hey, Hey, you, yeah, me, yeah, you, yo, I thought you were, yeah, so you, you know. You so you lived through this whole life uh, in, in these situations. Do you, I mean, it seems to me that it's drastically better today than it was 30 oh, years ago. Yeah, it's night and day. Yeah. In fact, when they brought the Will and Grace back, one of the first episodes, Will's dating a much younger guy, and he's talking about, like, the gay struggle or whatever, and the guy's like, what gay struggle? And Will's really upset because the guy really hasn't experienced discrimination or whatever. And he's right. like, we broke the trail for you. And and it's like, again, it's like explaining what life was like without a cell phone or whatever. Right. Like you Before can't appreciate Jackie Robinson, can't, right. Right, you can't. And, and, you know, I mean, I'm a teen from the 80s. I can't even say, I'm saying nothing compared to the struggle from oh, the, the 50s, generation. The 60s, sure, You know, sure. Um, my ex, you know, who was in the 70s, you know, who was marching and picketing and you know that was the era of stonewall and i mean you you know right 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 well, i'm glad to hear that it's getting better and i don't imagine it's going to get worse so well it gets, it's not really good right now no no right the for, current administration and current administration is not i sent a copy to donald because i thought maybe he wouldn't be so afraid of us mm-hmm. and let us um serve in the army and stuff we're not even good enough to take a bullet i mean come on even just as although apparently i saw in the news that the that the trans ban is not being upheld so i think that the trans ban for the that administration is more about they feel that people that are trans join the military so they can get it paid for no, right. I think that's the consensus, though. With no, the, I uh, think it has to do with the Christian, and I, I'm not going to be say be, I, say I'm anti-Christian um, because actually I, w- I wanted to be a minister when I was in high school. I was in my high school youth group at my church. Yeah, and I was going to go directly into the semina- seminary, but I was gay, and my church knew I was gay. Right. I was a member of the Methodist Church, and at that time there was a big hoo-ha in the Methodist church and they had a big vote about whether gays were going to be allowed and the answer was no. So now you're a person of faith? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm not. Well, not I, I have a hard time sometimes. Right, I don't... There's, there was a TV show where a guy talked about being a lapsed Catholic and he said, you know, you don't believe in God and he said, I have a hard time catching him in. And I think of that sometimes. But... um. Well, I don't no know my faith. You if you are, that's well, great. but the thing is, there's you know, I don't know. I don't want to say there's like good Christians and bad. There's good people and bad people, regardless Everywhere. of anything. Absolutely. <laughs> but um, as far as as um, the president is concerned, certain you know very hardcore right wing evangelicals, the ones that think he's here Pence. to bring the yeah, right. that him being here is the sign that of the second coming and getting Israel back and wow. you know, all the stuff and they're praying over and over. I think he's yeah. just playing to his base. I, so I think he, he's playing to that. Yeah. I, th- I think the trans ban and other anti LG when he was holding up the rainbow flag upside down, by the way, which shows you, I think he just wants everybody's vote. I mean, and it's just being a politician or whatever right. he's doing. But a lot of, I'm no know, fan of Donald right. Trump, but he plays, he plays to a certain 
segment that is very, very rapidly anti LGBT. And, and you know, the cake, baking the cake and bake, you know, and, but a lot of rights that we gain are being slowly go back, losing to the Supreme Court about the cake. It's religious freedom. Right, right. The Indiana of. Okay, fine. Then I'm going to start my own religion and start denying Christian or start denying somebody something. And they're going to say, you can't do that. You're, dis- you're discriminating or right. whatever. Oh, I agree with you 100%. That I, was a, the wrong ruling as far as that goes. Because you can't. The next step would be. There's nothing could, in the Bible that says to, dis- to, discrimi- you know, to discriminate against gays or well, whatever. Gay Jimmy Carter not, was talking no, about there's not nothing in the Bible. Bible. Jesus never said anything about, you know. <clears throat> but... Um, yeah, that's frustrating. But I did, I you know, I sent him a copy. But, um, but, but it, it's bad. It's, it's bad for us right now. I, my partner and I, you know, we fly Pride flag, and we've had incidents, and we've had threats, right. and we, you know, sitting out on the front porch on Halloween, and we have trick or treaters that walk right by our house, and parents that call their kids back up, back sure. off our. They're halfway up our stairs, and they right. call them back because of that flag that we're flying. Should that I take my flag down? You know, I don't know, but I wouldn't. You know, or I after the shooting in the nightclub in Florida, like you start to feel. You know, I understand what other minorities feel like when they feel uns literally physically unsafe. You start to feel like you're walking around with a target Absolutely. on your back, and when people are saying we need to have another um holocaust you know there's a path that one pastor who said we need to be rounded we need another holocaust and gays need to be rounded up and put in concentration camps an american megachurch minister you know said that and nobody seems to give a shit right well all that hate because they're not gay or they're or that's not my problem because i'm not gay it just breeds more heat hate is all it does it's never going to i'm you're not going to conform <laughs> yeah. because they don't like you. That's I just, I'm, I'm still in contact with Joe Miller, history, like my history teacher yeah, and, yeah. and personal God, demigod that everybody loved. And I just remember when we were taking the he's classes. Facebook, yeah, oh yeah, he's on Facebook yeah. talking about World War II and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just textbook, you know, whipping up the hate against, you know, somebody else. And I just can't, I just can't believe it's really happening in our, in our country. But you know, and it's like I've got a black friend who, you know, got pulled over in Frankfurt, and all he was doing was getting gas, and the cop comes up and says, hey, what are you doing here? I'm getting gas. Let me see your ID. It's it's like, yeah, you know, that shit really does happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no. I- and then, you know, I, you know, have issues. I've had issues with neighbors, and we've had police involved and stuff like that, and this shit really happens. And then I've got neighbors that stick up for us, and I've got neighbors that don't, and I've got neighbors that are saying, oh, we're just going to remain neutral. One neighbor, I said, you know, if I was black and this guy was treating me this way, would you still be glad handing him at the end of the driveway and, hey, how's the garden this year, and da-da-da? Because that hurts. That hurts me. Now, I don't expect you to be someone you're not. Right. But it does hurt, you know. It's like your friend the, with the. I'm black, and your friends with the local Klansman. But my relationship with you is my friendship 
with you as a neighbor separate. So do you and feel, that's not supposed to bother me. Do you feel that with the uh, trans situation where you're, where you're transitioned, does that make, uh, you know, if you were walking with your ex-partner, does that make that relationship more socially acceptable because you look more like a man and that looks like a woman and that looks like just a straight couple to somebody? Right. Well, I can say that um, I get handed the check now every time I go to a restaurant. That's good. That's good. So, poor, yeah. So, guys, right. she pays every time because I'm not working right now. Right. And that's become a laugh every time we go to a restaurant. The check comes right to me because I'm the man. But I, I would. But I, I would yeah, no, I know what you mean. People, right? Would just assume yeah. that that's a straight, that's a straight couple. Yeah, well, yeah, but that's what you know. Everybody assumes. I mean, my best friend, not since I was 15 from Lincolnway. What is this? 33 years later now, and we were, you know, if we weren't with our group of friends, we were together all the time. And I used to tell him, God, I feel so bad when we're in a restaurant t- together because everybody's probably assuming that I'm your girlfriend and. You could do much better, you know. I, I was fat and ugly, and I'm like, and he'd be like, "Stop, stop talking like that." First of all, nobody's assuming that. And I'm like, "Well, that's what I'm thinking when I'm looking at right, people right, right. sitting together." But he, yeah. and then it's like, "Well, but are you thinking about that when it's two guys or two girls?" And it's like, well, no, no. I'm oblivious to it all. I don't think about anything when I'm out. Like, I don't. I mean, I I can go out with people, and um, I. I don't know if I don't have any gaydar or, or what's up with that, but like, yeah, I don't pay. Yeah, you either have gaydar or you don't. Yeah, I don't yeah, pay I've any got gaydar. attention to any of that stuff at all. Yeah. Um, I'm sometimes, well, when I see a guy that's feminine, I assume he's homosexual, but I've been surprised by guys that are super feminine that are not homosexual. They're like, right. You know, and I'm like, all right, so that I messed up, messed up, man. Yeah. And then I have definitely been in a situation where. I was golfing one time, and there was two women that were golfing, and my buddy knew the two women. We started talking to them, started drinking and stuff like that, and then I found out like three hours later that they were a couple. I'm like, right. okay, how'd that get? No, it's like, no yeah, there, there's no system. I don't think about any of that though. Like that's not a like. There's I, walking, talking stereotypes of. Everything. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Which actually, that even ticks me off because I'm like, oh, whatever, the pride parade and everything. And I'm like, it just reinforces every I'm getting a boost stereotype this year at the, of at the pride festival in uh, Mokina. Or we don't, you know, I, I went to the pride parade a couple times when I was a teenager mm-hmm. with the girl I was dating at the time who really wanted to go. And now that's and, some over the top. And you know, yeah, it's way over the top. And now, and you go now, and I'm like, I'm. I guess I'm supposed to be happy that the LGBT community is so normalized or accepted because I, now you go and it's like all the floats are sponsored by Jewel, and there's no assless chaps anymore. It's like no. it's not this fringe event anymore. It's like all corporate and homogenized. There's all these there. housewives and stuff I would at not the Pride be Parade. Happy with that. Like, and I'm like, that, I, I guess I should be happy that it's like going to the Bud Billiken Parade or something now, but. But My then it's sad that, that it's lost its edge. If someone dislikes that, and then they see the pride parade, they don't they don't accept it more. They dislike it even more. It's almost like we're trying to jam the yeah. angel wings and the buttless chaps and everything right. down your throat. Right. And it's like, dude, can't you just but, like why don't you just but show then that's part of people as being normal people? That's like when I get upset. I you know I'm not a big fan of rap. And hip hop, and I'm like, do you have to wear the this and the that and the talk like this and whatever? And then I'm like, whether I like it or not, that's part of that culture. 
And I can't, whether it's a lip ring or every culture on earth, whether it's a social culture or, you know, a, a, a culture of a nation or whatever it is that's got their, their clothes and their music and their food or whatever, I have to respect, you know, all of them. And assless chaps are part of our culture. <laughs> it's our, the same way that the big gold chain is the part of hip-hop culture, whatever right. it is. Right. And it sounds stupid but it but it's a part of it it's not all of it but it's part of it and so we're going to celebrate that the same way that oh yeah and i think there's silly there's there's some there's there's a a little bit of of over the top and everybody you know the you know oh it's the white people culture with you know miracle whip and white bread or whatever i mean there's a joke there's a joke stereotype in every Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know every every culture but i think if we're respectful if we go i mean we're my family have always been a family of foodies and i love watching travel food shows where you know some you know andrew zimmer's and you know sub-saharan african and but they're eating the grubs or whatever it is but it's like man you're sharing your thing and i'm sharing my thing and it all you know we all come together and there's something you know you can take people from all over the world. I've been watching. I've recently gotten gotten hooked on watching Conan, Conan O'Brien, okay. who I haven't. I don't have cable. And first he toured the United States, and then he did a whole international thing. He went to Israel and Germany and um, Ireland and Haiti. He went to Haiti after the president called it a shithole, just to prove it's not a shithole. Mm-hmm. And he practically got mobbed when they saw it was an American because they were so angry. And he's like, no, I'm here to show that this is a beautiful place with beautiful, amazing people and all Americans, you know. And just, you know, he was in Israel and he had Palestinian and Israel people laughing and hanging out together and singing and dancing. And it's like, you know, the boots on the ground, the people in the world from all, whatever, have more to come together with than to come apart. And you know and the guy on my block who harasses me i know if we had an opportunity there's something that we have absolutely in common sure that we can connect on right good that's good if we both and if we had the opportunity you know if we both made the choice to have the opportunity to do that could be food it could be you know some whatever some cultural you know whatever you have to be free to you know to open up to that yeah right um but I don't know. Everybody's just so scared right now and angry and full of hate or whatever. I just I just hope it's temporary. I think it's temporary. I think it's temporary. And I think, I you know, so. the world it's like, oh, globalization or whatever, you can't stop it. We it can't be stopped. The people that want to stop it and the people that want to divide and da 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 and hold back and now we're gonna be protectionist and America go back to mm-hmm. it didn't work in World War One. It's not gonna work now. It, and even if you wanted to, it's just, it's not physically possible. All the world only moves forward. Technology only moves forward. Cultural only moves forward. The world shrinking, you know, mm-hmm. travel, this, whatever. Race is mixing, intermarriage, interfaith, inter whatever. We're all, we're all, we're, well, I hate to say it like this, but we're all moving to the Star Trek or whatever, you know, where everybody on the planet's wearing the same leotard. Sure. Um, Although apparently that's going to be pajama pants, and I don't, 
I'm not into that. I don't yeah. know. I think that's the first step. I think that's going to be in the history books. Is the first step we took towards the single unitard, because in Star Trek, every planet wears the one outfit. Right. Yeah. So pajama pants is the start of that. So. But we're moving to you. You can't stop it. It's just happening. Right. And this is this to me is the last gasp of this white male conservative. Like no, I like think, the the yeah, witch, I think, I the think, witch melting. Right. I think some of that is the problem, and it's out of fear. It's well, out of fear. Yeah, their fear of being over overwhelmed. I don't, I don't like to hit on that too much, just because I, I don't want to. They are. It it is going away. I mean the 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 average Fox News watcher, sixty nine years old, that that they're losing. It's going away, but. I think that only makes them more upset about that whole situation because it, it, it's But inevitable. see, I wouldn't say losing. I don't like the term losing, changing. But change is well, just as scary. Dying off. I mean, you know, they're going to No, be... but there's new little young ones being born all the time. The way there's new little young... Yeah, everybody's being born think... all the time. It's just I want the new little young ones that are being born to all get along better. I think they to do. To be taught to... To, I do. I, I really feel like that do. it's better to be together yeah. than to, than to be separate. Or I'm better and more, they're right. There's not, way more and, of that. Yeah. Than there used to be. I um, yeah. Well, now sorry, your I progression. I paid attention to your social media posts, and I gotta say, three, four, five Uh-oh. years ago, they were a little bit more uh, angsty and upset. And yeah. I've seen some, like, there were some posts that I saw that I'm like, oh, I really feel for this person going through all this stuff. And just probably in the last three or six months, I've seen a couple posts where you're like, well, I like myself. And oh, stuff yeah. Like that. I, so do you feel like you're really progressing yeah. in the right? In fact, I was going to say, on one, when you're talking about the name using the proper name, um, the person I live with, when, if I'm being a pain in the ass or whatever or they get angry at me they'll call me jennifer mm-hmm. and to get to you. To, well to, you know to get i thought well to get me t- to me as a dig and then they said no you're acting like the old you hmm. meaning yeah, i'm acting was upset with meaning themselves. the person who was crabby and mean and nasty and da 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 and because because i'm so or basically because i'm happier now mm-hmm. and don't get as upset and i don't well we all get upset i'm not a it's not a mirror it wasn't a miracle you know no, personality right. changer but you know so much happier and more fulfilled that i'm i'm less you know hair trigger or whatever because mm. i'm a happier better functioning person that when i i get at my worst she'll call me jennifer and right. that's but then I've, i've know now that that's kind of a verbal cue to go check yourself because you need to bring it down um you know, comment. I don't think that somebody that's completely yeah. outside, excuse me, of the relationship could ever pull right. that one off and, and not be an asshole. Right. Uh, now, as far as the book goes, when you, you said you're going to get out and promote a little more, where can someone find the book? Uh, well, they can get it on Amazon.com. It's on Amazon? Good. Um, Kindle. Um, I'm going to take a picture of the cover and I'll put it up on the, yeah. on the thing. And I'll um, take a picture of the I did it through too. Lulu Publishing. They can get it through Lulu. It's You can get it as an ebook. Okay. Um, yeah. Boy, I'm not very well prepared for that. Yeah, it's available in a whole bunch of... Uh, I'll send you a link. Yes, yeah, um, do that. And I have copies. Yeah. If people want a copy, send me a message on Facebook, and I'll just send it well, to you. She, I've she, got a stack, right, so... Right. Um, yeah. Good. All Excellent. Right. Well, we're a little over two hours. I think that we can... Unless there's something else that you think 
that we should cover, then... Uh, uh, no, maybe just if there's any other trans people from Lincoln Way, yeah. yeah. I, I, um, maybe I'll get up the courage to go to the next reunion. reunion which um, I don't know when that is. Someone I, someone I knew, they were at their reunion, and they were giving out, um, you know, like, oh, the person who'd lost the most hair, kind of like gag. Right. You know, you know the person who'd lived first away or whatever. And one of them was most changed, and they gave it to someone who was trans, who came back as a has uh, left as a he and came back as a she, and they were um, took it as a as a compliment, and the whole place, you know, apparently gave them a huge round of applause and and stuff, and so, and I know people are just plain curious too, so yeah. But I'm 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 dying to see everybody, miss everybody, and um, I'm loving having the Facebook connection, and thank you to everybody for their support. Yeah, good, good, good. I'm glad. And it's right. great to see you. We'll, check out, we'll wrap it up. Um, yeah, if there's anything, by all means, somebody contact me and I'll uh, contact Jensen and he'll uh, fill me in. Thanks. Thank I appreciate you. I appreciate you tuning in to another episode of My Conversations with People Who Know Stuff. You can find me on Facebook under My Conversations with People Who Know Stuff or on YouTube under my conversations with people who know stuff please connect with me there and if you know stuff i'd love to sit down and talk to you La 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 la